Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today on CityCast Chicago. It's Thanksgiving week, so we're talking about one of the best holiday movies of all time, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles by the late, great Chicago filmmaker John Hughes. I'm with lead producer Carrie Shepard and producer Simone Alisea. We all rewatched the movie, and we're going to break it down 35 years after it was released. It's Monday, November 21st. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. If you know, you know. Planes, trains, and automobiles follows two guys trying to make it from New York City to Chicago for the Thanksgiving holiday. It's a simple premise, but trust me, the universe is not on their side. Starring Steve Martin as Neil Page, the uptight, sometimes thoughtful grouch to John Candy's Dale Griffith, a more free-spirited, distracted, talkative fella. We follow them on their hilarious journey across the country. Let's jump into it because though this is a classic movie, I never really sat down to watch the entire hour and a half. Carrie, when you were coming up, was planes, trains, and automobiles something that was on in your house? This was definitely on in the background when I was growing up. This is like one of my sister's favorite movies ever. Mm. I think that it was probably like on WGN. And what I was thinking about last night rewatching it is what they used to replace some of those pride, like those prime curse words that are really make certain scenes. And I think we're going to talk about some of those scenes. I was like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but like they would like overdub it with like jerk, something Mm -hmm. like totally benign. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And it like completely does not, is not the same. You're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) So absolutely Thanksgiving classic. And we quote from it all the time in my family. Uh, Simone Baloney, all the way out in Seattle, is planes, trains, and automobiles considered a holiday classic? Absolutely. I mean, John Hughes sort of spans uh, like the American Mm -hmm. consciousness, I feel like, in so many ways. Um, This movie was definitely on uh, in the background. And it was one of those things that I don't think I had really seen all the way through until I was an adult. Like, probably like, I don't know, maybe... 10 years ago now is probably the first time like I I saw it really for the first time and I was like oh this is so funny and then it became kind of a a traditional viewing every year at Thanksgiving. Uh, Simone what was the the rewatch experience like for you as you kind of cracked this movie back open? delightful as always uh, uh you know like i said i i this is sort of something that is definitely like a yearly re- rewatch for me anyway even so like there are still scenes that give me like full-on belly laughs like it it, it it's just a delightful experience what's one of your favorite scenes like we said we start the movie in new york city steve martin's character is like it, it's clear from when it opens like he already looking at the clock you you see the the the, the plane tickets to o'hare he like i need to get up out this meeting and get out the jam 
And from that moment, everything just no no tax. Young Kevin Bacon snag us. Uh, oh my God, snags Kevin Bacon it, right? snags his taxi. Mm-hmm. Makes a Dude, makes a cameo. Totally never caught that. I go, is that Kevin Bacon? <laughs> <laughs> Literally every year, I say the same thing. I'm like, oh, I forget Kevin Bacon's in this it's movie, like, and then he's not in the movie for the rest of the movie. Totally. You know, as as you're watching it, um, like what are what are some of the scenes that that really just every single time make you laugh the one that sends me is uh when they are in the car uh and neil steve martin's character is asleep and uh dell is jamming out to whatever the jazz and blues i wrote it down he's playing all the parts ray charles it's ray charles ah you can talk about the pit Mess around. Mess around. Doing the mess around. <laughs> Bro smoking a, smoking a whole cigarette. Everybody doing he the plays the dashboard. <laughs> I'm doing the, and he plays the piano. Gonna, and the car is weaving and weaving. Just, and it goes on for a long time. It's like the whole song. And I just, I I think I'm, I know it's coming and I'm like, oh yeah, this song, what is John Candy doing? He's just doing his like physical thing. But then like by the end, I'm rolling. I'm just rolling on the ground. Gary, same question to you. How do you set up to watch it? Are you getting popcorn? Do you guys set the, turn the lights out? Is this a movie that you really sit down to enjoy? And what was that rewatch like? Well, it is one of those movies you definitely, which I think is why it's like, part of the Thanksgiving, you know, um, canon is that you can have it, you can pop in and out, right? You know what's Mm -hmm. happening. Like the plot, the premise is pretty simple, but so many indelible images that you remember. And I have to say, I think I really love when Michael McKeon plays the cop and he's like, do you really think this car and the car is completely shredded? You think this is okay to drive? It's nothing. You have any idea how fast you were going? Well, funnily enough, I was just talking to my friend about that. Our speedometers melted, and as a result, it's very hard to say with any degree of accuracy exactly uh, how fast we were going. 78 miles an hour. You know what? I broke the law. It's yeah. just like, <laughs> and it's smoking. You're the car smoking. Is smoking. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I broke the law. Do you feel this vehicle is safe for highway travel? Yes, I do. Yes, I really do. I, I, I believe that. I know it's not pretty to look at, but it'll get you where you want to go. Now you got no outside mirror. No, we lost that. You have no functioning gauges. No, not a one. Jacoby, what about you? What's your favorite scene? All right, so one scene that I do remember is that long scene in the car because then Steve Martin character wake up just to be like, okay, what is going on here? And the car next to him is like, you are going the wrong way. And John Candy (laughs) is just like, man, they must be, oh no. He was like, first he's like, they want to race. And then Steve Martin's like, what are they saying? What? And they're like, going the wrong way. He's like, man, they must be drunk. (laughs) And then... How do they know where we're going? The wrong way. He says we're going the wrong way. Oh, he's drunk. How would he know where we're going? Yeah, how would he know? Thank you. Thanks a lot. And then when the two semi trucks come and they're like, 
somehow surviving going through it. And they do that cut to them both being skeletons. And then they cut and John Candy is the devil uh, in Steve Martin's eyes. That thing is hilarious. And it's one of those scenes that I remember stopping for and watching all the way through and just being like, what is this movie? I'd hit rewind on that scene at least four times. <laughs> We're going to go between each of the producers. I'm going to play a clip, and I'm going to see if the producer can guess where in the United States, where in the world of planes, trains, and automobiles <laughs> our main characters are, and then kind of set the scene for us, like where they are in the journey at that point. Sound good? Yeah, good. All right. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Who's up first? We're going to start with you, Carrie. Welcome to Marathon. May I help you? Yes. You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care. That is wheels. definitely at the airport in St. Louis. After Steve Martin goes to V5, and there's no car in his spot v5 his rental car and he has to walk all at one point he's like walking on the runway <laughs> which again another moment pulled right out the 80s i was like what is happening what here? is happening how there? did buddy get out there <laughs> yes that is absolutely st louis okay uh simone i'm gonna play another clip for you you tell me where they are at this point it's been a hell of a trip <laughs> sure is but uh after all is said and done, you you did get me home, and I really appreciate hey, it. Hey, next time, let's go first class, all right? <laughs> God, I hope there isn't a next time. Oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> I really do. Uh, this is on the uh, CTA L yeah. stop in the loop. Uh, I think it's LaSalle and Van Buren, specifically, uh, where... They, where Steve Martin's character is catching the train home. You know, after... Steve Martin gets on the train, right? He has that 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 sigh of relief. He kind of like that 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 montage plays in his head, right? And I think he puts all the pieces together of what's really going on with his with his new homie. Do y'all remember the first time like y'all y'all saw that twist and how you react to it? Because I saw it for the first time last night and I was like, I mean, the thing is, is like John Candy's character throughout has like several really poignant moments. I mean, even that that initial speech he makes. Uh, when they're stay when they're in the when they're in their first motel and they you know Steve Martin is just lambasting him, called him all kinds. Of, is yeah. laying into him. It's just like laid into him and how annoying he is, and how he is. awful he is. And John Candy's character is like, you know what? I like me. My wife likes me. Like that moment breaks my heart every time. And then this is the thing that really solidifies like. No, this is a real friendship. We're not just playing this for laughs. Like this is a real way that Thanksgiving and can bring people together. You see, Chef, when you was rewatching it, did it still grab you by the heartstrings the same way? Oh my God. Yeah, it breaks my heart every time. I always remember that scene of Steve Martin putting together the pieces with the flashbacks and you know, where he's John Candy says, I haven't been home in eight years and he's like, What? And he's like, It's a figure of speech. And yeah. yeah, it breaks my heart. And when he walks in mm -hmm. and, you know, hello, you know, hello, Mr. Griffith. Mm -hmm. Hello, Mrs. Page. This is so beautiful.
as I've gotten older, like we've talked, like we talked about it when we talked about Ferris Bueller, for example. And I, I may have mentioned I haven't, I never really saw the Breakfast Club like that. I didn't really see Sixteen Candles, so John Hughes was just sort of a name to me. But as I'm starting to rewatch some of these movies, especially a part of this series, I really appreciated that. Though I didn't always relate to his movies, his like the idea that Chicago is this thing the whole time that these guys are trying to get back to. It's this it's this destination. It's yeah. this place. And so it it looms over the entire movie. And yeah. we claim it as a Chicago yeah. classic, even though let's be real. They only on that platform before see Martin take him out to the suburbs. Right, for like right. the, it's <laughs> the end of the movie. And yet it's yeah. the entire time you you kind of like like yearn for Chicago in the way that Neil and Dale and ultimately John Hughes do and that Chicago was one of his leading people is it just I love it totally I love that yearning for Chicago longing for Chicago yeah. Chicago is home totally hey city cast this is Lisa over in Oak Park planes trains and automobiles the best couple of scenes are number one the tantrum that steve martin throws after he can't find his rental car this is a perfect example of what parenting is sometimes like so i love to go back to that also when the car blows up it's on fire and they just start laughing hysterically john candy and steve martin together just laughing and laughing have a great thanksgiving city cast love you before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Hopeful candidates for mayor can start filing the necessary signatures today to be on the ballot. Individuals must collect 12,500 signatures from registered voters. Mayor Lightfoot already said she won't file until the deadline next Monday. The city has made 2,000 vacant lots available for purchase across the city. Qualified buyers can use them for home or commercial development, community use, or a side yard. We talked to a buyer on the near west side who was trying to build on a vacant lot. There are links in the show notes. The FIFA World Cup has officially kicked off, and our newsletter writer, Sydney Madden, has got some places you can go for a watch party. Check it out at chicago.citycast.fm, or hopefully already in your inbox as of 6 a.m. this morning. And some good news to get you through. For my High Park neighbors interested in learning a little salsa, bachata, or merengue, tonight is your night. There are free lessons and open dancing at the Promontory's Mambo Mayhem from 7 to 11. As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. Peace. I never saw the twist at the end. I've only seen clips and... I never knew the twist at the end of the movie until uh, I just watched the last 15 minutes like an hour ago.